Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. What's up, everybody? This is Dr. Justin. I'm here with Dr. Paul E. What was your former rap name, brother? That was P. Wiggles and Big Frizz. (laughs) That was the other one. I couldn't find the YouTube video, man. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's P. Wiggles. It's P-E-E because not a lot of people know this, but my name is Paul Edward Etchison. So my parents gave me a name where my initials is P, like... Like urine, like just pee. So there we go. There yeah, we go. That's awesome. where the pee wiggles comes from. So love it. Yeah, man. So we're 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 jamming out some questions. We're gonna pod hard today. We got every time we get a question, I'm always thinking like a lot more people are asking this than the person that actually emailed us. But this is one that it's it's true to my heart right now is how to manage the stress of running a dental practice. And man, I, I got to tell you, these past two years after coming back from the pandemic have been the hardest of my practice career. So. I'm going to just spin that right to you, Justin. How do you manage the stress of running these damn dental practices? Man, you know, how do you do it? Absolutely. So it's, it's a common thing. People maybe don't phrase it this way often, but they'll come up and they'll vent about different scenarios that are going on in their office, whether it be, you know, patient flow issue or a productivity issue or a team member issue. And their venting is just a manifestation of the stress that they're going through and the worry they're going through in their mind. And I think uh, the first thing I always ask them is I said, okay, well, does this stress impact your life outside of work? And like, do you carry this with you? Because some people are can be worried and stressed and they're fine and they can unplug, right? Like they're, they have a healthy way to unplug. But when it's somebody who's sort of just obsessing about things or perhaps doesn't have healthy ways to unplug and you're finding that it's impacting their joy, their day-to-day joy, their happiness their relationships. At that point in time, I always say, okay, it sounds to me like you're going to have to ask yourself if you really want to own a business or not. Like if it's that kind of stress, you have to ask yourself, do, do I even be want to be in this arena? Am I even that interested in this? Should I maybe consider an alternative route, like selling my practice and just getting a kick-ass associate position somewhere so I don't have to worry about all these other moving parts? right? There are those folks. Okay. And if that sounds like you, then I would talk to friends, talk to people who you know, like, and trust. And I would go down that road of thinking about what are the options, strategic partnerships, sale of practice, take the skills that you have and just earn. I know a lot of associates that are earning more than practice owners because the practice owners aren't able to keep things afloat. So there's that. But I think in terms of generally, when people say I'm stressed, I say, well, that's, that's good. Who else is going to worry about your business? other than you, right? It's normal to feel that stress. It's normal to feel that worry. And I think it's healthy as long as you understand that, look, I'm going to tackle this bit by bit. So let's go through strategy. If you're stressed and worried, good. It's your business. You should be, right? If your stress is toxic and it's ruining your family life, man, you really got to sit down and and break that down and ask yourself whether you want to continue to own. But the majority of people, that's not the case. The majority of people just want to feel more happiness and joy when they come and leave the practice, right? And I think all of that starts with yourself. And so exercise and diet for me are a big one. Like if I'm eating poorly, not working out and taking care of myself or throwing things in my body that, that I shouldn't, right? Foods that are bad for me, you know, you drink or whatever else, those things almost always cause 
more stress, more anxiety, right? And so as simple as it seems, I think if you take care of yourself personally, you know, you almost have to be like an, an athlete to some extent when you're a business owner, right? You have to take care of yourself. Those of us that aren't, I think they should really just start with taking care of themselves, work out, eat well, and take the time to unplug in healthy ways on the weekend. So when a weekend comes up, put away your technology, set hard rules, lines in the sand that you will not break. This has been super key. If, if you don't have any hard rules in your life, it's stressful, especially for me. Like if this phone is with me everywhere I go on a weekend, well, obviously I'm going to be more stressed because I'll, I'll pull up emails, I'll get texts and things that will derail me. But it, when it's not there, I'm able to be a little bit more present. So go back and think about some of these rules that you can set. Like a rule would be after, you know, 9 a.m. on a Saturday, I'm not going to touch my phone till 5 p.m. That's a great rule if you want to implement something like that. The other is to manage your own expectations. I think this uncertainty and the things that are out of our control oftentimes are a major source of stress. Like when I take a client and we go through the major sources of stress and we try to deconstruct them and break them down, about 70% or 80% of what's on that list is things that they they just can't even change. And so it's like, well, okay, this made our job a lot easier. Now let's go over here and just focus on these. Forget about all this. What do you think of that, Paul? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, like for me, uh, I am somebody who has been stressed out by the practice very much. So, and sometimes I wonder if I have the right personality type for it. Now, I have people from the outside be like, "Do you're crazy? You're a great leader. You're, you're a great communicator. You're great with your your team, your patients, all, all this stuff." But I have let stress really get to me, and I think the big thing that has helped for me is it's that expectation stuff. And, and I I know we've heard that before, and sometimes some people don't want to hear that, but. It's the expectation. I, I went into the practice and I had many years where we didn't have a whole lot of issues and everything was running well and I was there all the time and, and we were, things came up, we addressed them right away. And then I kind of stepped back and I started, had a more associate driven practice and had more people running there when I wasn't there, more, more people in leadership positions running things that I, that I didn't know what was going on and I was just trusting them to do things. And I think that led to a couple of breakdowns, which we always learn from the breakdowns, but I had this expectation that things would run and I would never be bothered and that things would always be smooth. And, and like you said, Justin, should you even be owning a practice? Are you that, that type of person? Is the juice worth the squeeze? It was like I expected that everything should run smooth. There shouldn't be issues. And, and once I changed that expectation, be like, you know, this is how it is. There's going to be a few weeks where I'm in there talking to people left and right all time. Like I've been there for hours talking to people, sorting out issues. And then there'll be a few weeks where I don't do anything and it feels really cool. And I'm like, why would I, why was I even like cursing this practice? It was, it's always been great. So it's this ebb and flow, but the expectation that you're not going to have any issues is just, that's a, that's a bad expectation. You need to have, it needs to be up. It needs to be down. There needs to be things going on. There needs to be blowouts, fires, and there needs to be times of chill. And that's just normal. And then, and then the other thing you touched on too is, as you were talking about your phone is setting up boundaries. And that was a huge part for me is that when you are available 24 seven, to your team, that can cause a lot of anxiety. At least it did for me. So I eventually established that boundary. You know, I am available Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And if it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you don't bother me. You don't text me. And they're like, oh yeah, I got you. I was, unless it's the building's burning down. I'm like, you don't even text me if that's happening. I'll come into the ashes on Monday. You know what I mean? And that takes some, you have to stick to it because people will test that boundary just like any boundary. And so it's like, yeah, I established that boundary, but then, you know, people kind of bend it and then you bend it. You're like, okay, well, I know it's, I said Thursday, but I'll, I'll talk to you and you, you got to stick to it. I mean, 
this reminds me of a, um, I have not tried to see a new patient in two years. And unless it's like a veneer consult or something with orthodontics. And I had another new patient that was in the schedule just this week, wants to see Dr. Atchison. And the hygienist comes and gets me, somebody requested you. And I said, well, I don't do it. And she says, I'm going to tell him you don't do it. I'm like, I'm sorry that this is now your problem, hygienist. But she was totally cool with it. She's like, no, it's, it's BS. We, we've established that and we've got to stick to it. She's like, you're not coming to do this new patient exam. And I was like, really like thankful for that backing. And then um, when, when we had to tell the patient and it becomes other people's breakdown that Dr. Etchison is not going to see you for a general new patient exam, then we're going to stick to it. So, I mean, it's, it's just, I'm just reiterating what you said, but it's boundaries and it's expectations. This is what we get to do. And we get a lot of blessings because of what we do. There's a lot of good stuff that comes from being a practice owner. There's a lot of shitty stuff. And there's a lot of times where I wish I was just like, shoveling concrete on the side of the side of the road when I'm driving by construction on my way to work. But it comes with benefits and I think the benefits much outweigh the bad sides of it. So I'll just spin that back to you for from some closing comments for there, Justin. What do you say? Yeah, I think those are all great points, right? It's the it's it's the truth. And I think a lot of people go through that the same stuff that you and I would. You know, it's it's easy to get anxious about your business. It's easy to get impatient. And when you know, I'm a very impatient person. I like to drive things quickly and and move very quickly, but that's not how it works because the implementers don't move that quickly and you can't expect them to. And we also, we need to remember that there are certain things out of your control and you just have to understand that and let those things go. Take any one of these things and just try them. Take any one of these things that Paul and I have said, like if you're not working out, start three days a week or just like walk for half an hour a day or do something, some physical activity. If you're doing that already, you know, clean up the diet a little bit. If you feel like you're maybe drinking too much on the weekends and you get that anxiety or the blues afterwards, stop doing that. Right. Huge. If you feel like you're you're too available to your team all the time, set boundaries. If you feel like you're on your phone all the time and and you don't have enough time for your family, put it away on the weekend. Set hard rules for yourself. Right. Only you can stop this. And it's just going to come with those checks and balances we talked about. At the end of the day, the fact that you're worried is not pathological unless it's it's ruining your life. Yeah. It's very normal to feel worried as a business owner. You should. Nobody else will worry about your business. So you should. But do it in a constructive way by documenting those things that are in your control and then go after those, right? That's another thing oftentimes that happens is inaction will cause stress for you, right? You know you're doing something and you're not. So take those and pick one or two of them and, and just get rolling. I think it'll really make a big impact. At least it has for me. And don't expect, expect this to be seasonal, right? There's going to be winter and there's going to be summer, you know, and maybe a few other seasons in between. It's up and down and it waxes and wanes, like you said, Paul. Just be grateful for the good times. And when they're not so good, really just remember that this too shall pass. Yeah. Love it, man. Love the good note to end on. All right. Send your questions, info at dentalbusinessmentor.com, and we will talk to you next time.